Have you ever thought that being an entrepreneur would be easier than this? For years, I've tried to break free from Rogue Warrior consultant life, only to return time and again in order to survive. What I soon realized is my own isolation and self-doubt was getting in my way, and that my biggest successes, my happiest moments, came through connections with people who cared about me. It's now my mission to make it easier for entrepreneurs like us to connect with incredible human beings who rise up higher together. We are not self-made, we are community-made. But the real question is, how will we do it? This podcast will give you the answers. Join me on this journey as I interview top experts and entrepreneurs who are figuring it out. I'm your host, Jerry Kirk, and you are listening to the Community Forged Podcast. Welcome back to the Community Forge podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Kirk, and today, wow, we've got part three of three with Alex Elliott, the queen of monetizing Facebook groups. If you've been following along, you've been getting tons of value as Alex really shares from her whole entrepreneurship journey, which has spanned you know, 14 years and just in the past year or so has really taken off. So in this episode, Alex dispels the myth of instant online riches and what it really takes to be successful online, including... Uh, recommendations on mindset to what you should really be focusing on and how to eliminate all the non-value work that you really shouldn't be doing. Then we wrapped everything up with a deep discussion around like the power of tribes, not just for your business, but for yourself, right? In a world where so many people, and I'm sure you've all felt this, right? Where you feel that loneliness despite how connected we are because of technology. So we'll look into that how you can use tribes to you know, really be a pivotal part of your online business model to generate massive revenue and, and change the world. So we'll jump right in and continue on with the next part of my interview with Alex Elliott. It sounds like you've had some really amazing influential people in your life that have really yeah. you know, made a huge difference in, uh, in your entrepreneurial journey. I have. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Liz has definitely been one of them, but Gosh, even just authors that I've read, you know, or, or, or Steve Larson or Russell Brunson or... Yeah, I mean, you know, mentors can be your mentors without even knowing it, right? What, what would you say has been the, the biggest... What has made the biggest impact um, for you as, a, as an entrepreneur? If like for those who are out there right now and, you know, maybe aren't getting the results that they're, they're hoping for, you know, as, as they're trying to, you know, find their path, find their way, yeah. um, what, what would you say to them? I would say go read the book, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Um, That book, probably more than anything else, it's called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, um, gives you what I would call the foundational mindset shift that you are going to need to make it in this space. It actually gives you the foundational mindset shift you're going to need to make it in any sphere of your life. That's what I would argue. But particularly in entrepreneurship, because I think, here's the deal. I think the big lie that we all get snookered with is that, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to purchase the next big whiz bang software, whiz bang course. And by next Tuesday, we're all going to be a billionaire and quit our job. And oh, it's going to be amazing. Well, you know, like right. we all get hooked by that marketing lie um, and or one or the other version of it. And we all think like, you know, we all think we're the 1% and we're going to be the ones that like 
hit the lottery of, of, of entrepreneurship and make it like within a month or two or whatever, where in reality, it's not the occasional Hail Mary that you take that actually gets you success. It is the consistent daily, the simple, let me, let me back up, the, the simple, consistent daily actions. I'll say that again, simple, consistent daily actions that you take over time that are compounded that create a result. It's not any one big lightning strike moment. It's doing the damn thing over and over and over and over and over again, day in, day out, whether you feel like it or not, it is mastering the mundane Mm. and just showing up every single day. That's what generates momentum and what the compounded effect of that um, can, is is unreal, is unbelievable. But the problem is we don't have long enough time horizons. Our time horizons are too short. We live in this like microwave culture, instant gratification. We think we're going to be a billionaire by next Tuesday. If we're not, something's wrong. This course sucks. This thing I'm doing doesn't work. Oh my gosh. Right? Whereas if we just extended our time horizon, you know, it's like, it's like going to the gym three times and wondering why you're not, you know, Mr. Universe. Well, duh, <laughs> like to be Mr. Universe, you're going to have to, the only thing between you and Mr. Universe is you just haven't done it long enough. Just keep going. Right. Yeah. yeah and I would add to, just a couple of, couple of things to that too. I think yeah. part of it is, is, you know, understanding what is that thing, right. That you need to be doing on a consistent basis, like a hundred percent agree on the consistency part. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. I remember Hal El- Elrod talks about this in, in his book, uh, not the miracle morning, but uh, miracle equation Yeah, where, you know, he, um, he talked about how, you know, he looked at all these uh, salespeople that were top sellers in his, in the organization he was in. And they all, as he interviewed them all, they were all doing different things to get their success. But yeah. the thing, the thing that they figured out was, was the, th- the, the one thing that they needed to be doing. And then they were doing it, as you said, on a, on a daily constant basis. Yeah. 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 And, and that is going to be different for every person, right? So depending upon um, what niche you're in, what business, you know, what I would, what I would say is for each niche, for each person, for each business, it's going to look possibly slightly different, but the thing you need to be doing is like that high ROI thing. Like what's the thing that actually makes the money? Like that's the thing you need to be doing. All the low ROI busy work, the admin work, if it's outsourceable, if a VA could do it, that ain't the thing. <laughs> like that's right. not yeah. the thing, right? Like you need to be doing the thing that only you can uniquely do. So if it's outsourceable, that ain't the thing, right? So you need to, in your, in your day, begin to take inventory. And I actually have a, I have a recurring task in my asana every single day. At the end of the day, I take five minutes and I answer the question, what did I do today that I need to delegate? What awesome. did I do today that I need to delegate? And then what I do is I, I take another 10 minutes and I film a Loom video. Once I've identified what I did today that I shouldn't be doing, that I need to delegate, I film a Loom video showing my assistant exactly how to do that thing. And I send it off to her and I never do it again. That's brilliant. That's, yep. uh, that's, that's a <laughs> powerful stuff. <laughs> Let me that's, tell you. Yeah, that's huge right there, right? It's, uh, again, that's, that's one little thing another one, the little things that you're doing every day and you start building that up over time. Over time, you're getting like, so much off your plate. And then what can I do? I can focus on high, high ROI activities. It's great. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, brilliant. I mean, you, you literally just created, you know, 
weeks of free time in your, in your year. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. Fantastic. Year after year. Yeah. So, it, it, and you really have to push yourself because there's sometimes I'm like, well, I don't know. And that's not an okay answer. Like if, if I've got to start taking an hourly inventory, then damn it, I'll take an hourly inventory, but I've got to get clear on what I have spent my time on. You need to get so, so disciplined and ridiculous about what you spend your time on and, and, and be like a, be like a time detective and figure out where did I spend my time today that was not high, high ROI? Where did I spend my time on an activity that I could easily outsource? And then do it. Because, you, because whatever hourly you're paying on that, $3, $5, $8, whatever it is, I mean, you can you know, 100x that with a high ROI activity. You know, go write a book. Boom, done. Like you can literally speak a book into Temi and, and, and you have an asset that forever drives traffic to your business. You can go yeah. film some videos for a course forever. Make my, like literally I filmed the course. I, I filmed the, the one group away challenge this summer. I make money every single day from, from an activity I did this summer. That's crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. It's brilliant. Right? Yeah. So, so that's the kind of stuff you need to be doing in your business. Um, not the low ROI stuff that can be outsourced. Yeah, that's, a, that's a great um, segue thing. Cause I'd love to tr- sort of transition back just to kind of wrap up our, our, our session today. Um, yeah. to, by, by going back to the, the one group away. So and in, in particular, um, I love to get some of your insights around, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you kind of stumbled in some ways kind of through your, through your tribe, kind of yeah. letting you know what, what they were looking for. Now, as you start to, you know, help other people, you know, building their tribes and so on, um, what, what's important about that for you? Why, why do you feel people need to have not only a tribe for their business, but but even on a personal level, what what is it yeah. about? What is it about tribes that that really uh, that matters? Yeah. Tribes in what you're doing, yeah. Um, so, uh, like we were talking about off the air, you know, um, the question was, I think that you asked me off the air was like, how did you get from affiliate marketing into doing Facebook groups? And I said, well, actually, you know, Facebook groups were the thing that gave me my success in affiliate marketing. And then people started to see it, and they were like, whoa, what are you doing here with this group? Like, like how are you growing it so fast? And truthfully, I had not yet formalized any knowledge around that. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm just like throwing spaghetti at the wall until it sticks. <laughs> and um, I realized once I got that question enough from my tribe members, like there was a need there. Like there was a, a learning need. And I thought, boy, I better, go, I better go learn that. I better go get really smart and like formalize my knowledge in this, in this domain so that I can actually teach them something of value. So I went out and I learned all this stuff. Um, took a bunch of courses and got some mentorship and, and started testing and tweaking and trying things out and all this stuff so that I could teach them. And, and this challenge was born out of this desire to serve them and teach them. So they kind of told me, they told me what I would be teaching, right? I didn't, I didn't go out and ask for it. They told me. And through the process of that, the crazy thing is that I realized how deeply it resonated for me. I thought, oh my gosh, you guys, you guys told me I was going to teach this thing. And as I dove into it, I couldn't be happier about it because I realized that like, as I look back at my own family life, you know, I come from a broken home. I come from um, a, a family where like, I just, I didn't, like I'd look at my friends and they'd have these big families and extended families and the holidays. And I always wanted to go hang out at my friend's house. And every Sunday I wanted to go have Sunday lunch with them because it was like this like event and like all the family would come around the table. And, and I just felt so loved and I felt so included and connected and a part of something. I didn't have that at home. And so I realized as I dove into not just the mechanics of like a Facebook group, but really understanding what is it about tribes that 
matter to us as humans? And why is it that we so desperately need them? When I really dove into that sort of, you know, meta aspect of it or that psychological aspect of it, I realized, oh my gosh, you know, um, tribes are families that we choose, right? And, and so in the, in the pursuit of my tribe, it was me choosing who I wanted to hang out with, who I wanted to spend time with, who I wanted to get close with, who I wanted to serve, who I wanted to feel connected to, all those things. And, you know, we are tribal animals. We are social animals. That is, that is in us, whether we like it or not. And um, it, it's, it's rather ironic that we live in an age where we are so hyper, hyper connected, right? Like if I want to connect with you, I can connect with you on any number of platforms at any time of the day, night, whatever. Like I can just blow you up all over the place and connect with you. And yet we are so painfully disconnected from what really matters and really from one another in a way. I think a lot of this technology um, disconnects us weirdly enough. And um, there, there's, there's hyper loneliness, I think, that we suffer from. Um, and I, f- I find that, boy, you know, um, in, my, in my real life, quote unquote, here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where I live, um, not a lot of people actually in my friend circle or family actually even really know what I do. Like I, I, I'm convinced they think I'm like a cam girl. Like they have no idea what I do. <laughs> they're like, they're like, we know you go live on the internet, but we're not really sure why. <laughs> like, you know? yeah. So selling uh... yeah, exactly. What exactly are you selling? Right. So like, like they don't necessarily, and I say that jokingly, but like, they don't really get me. They don't really get my ambitions. They don't really get what I'm up to. Whereas my, my tribe online, they get me, they get me. Not only do they get me, they celebrate me. They're on the same journey as I am. I celebrate them. We struggle together. We, we you know, over, get overjoyed about our wins together. Like we, we connect in ways that is hard for me to connect with people in my real world, my real life. And so um, this is a tribe I have cultivated, created, curated, and chosen, um, not just for for selfish reason, although there is that. It's wonderful to have these people around me, but it's also because these are my people. I've attracted them, right? And they're attracted right. too. And it's this beautiful mutual relationship of, of, of value exchange and service to one another um, and connection. And um, I'll tell you, there are, there are people in my tribe um, with whom I feel far more connected and um, far more vulnerable and intimate. And, and just, uh, you know, they have woven themselves into the fabric of my life in a way that, that people in my real life have not. And uh, I think it's very, very powerful what can, can come of um, creating a tribe. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's, I'm sure a lot of people out there can, can really, really aspire to that. Well, in the sense of, you know, um, a, lot, a lot of entrepreneurs just don't, don't have that. And it's, it's really it's amazing. Lonely. It's lonely. Yeah. 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 And so it's, it's really great that, you know, not only have you found your own tribe, but, but now you're helping other people to do that as well. In an age where, as you said, we are so disconnected and there is so much, so much loneliness. And that's, that's definitely, you know, an issue that that's near and dear to my heart. One that I want to help, um, help to eradicate as well. Absolutely. I think that, um, you know, by giving people really with the one group away challenge, when I first conceptualized it, I, this was how I conceptualized it. I was like, man, what I have found with a Facebook group feels like a superpower, right? I, I'm able to literally press the go live button or make a post 
and not only connect with people, not only serve them, but also monetize that relationship. Like that is a superpower. That is just amazing. And I just felt like it's my mission to give as many people as possible the same superpower. Like I want them to have the ability to go out there, know how to create, curate, cultivate a community of their own around a topic that they're passionate about, because obviously it's not going to be the same topic as I'm passionate about. Everybody's going to have their own thing that lights them up. You know, be able to create a community around a topic that they and the people they attract are passionate about. And then that they too can connect, enjoy relationship, serve, engage, and ultimately monetize the relationship with their, with their tribe as well. Um, so yeah, I really created this thing to, to serve people and give them the superpower as it were. Yeah, that's amazing. It's, yeah, it's, as you said, it's especially in, in today's day and age, um, yeah. you know, Facebook groups are, I mean, in, with Facebook itself, it's, they're putting so much focus now on groups, right? Oh my so it's, gosh. It's, like, it's yes. like pretty much like the, seems to be like the, the core of, of where Facebook is, is going now. It is. Last night, it is so funny. So last night I, uh, what was I doing? Oh, I, I was just sitting here working on the laptop and I get a message through from a friend of mine and it's like, it's a bunch of screenshots of his television. And I'm like, what's going on? And he's like showing me his, like, he's like just taking pictures with his phone of his television. And I'm like, I can't at first figure out what it is. And then I realized it's a sequence of screenshots from a commercial on television during Fox News football or Fox football. Like apparently he was watching a football game and there was a, a, a commercial came on and it was Facebook groups. Promoting Facebook. Are you serious? Football. He's really? freaking out. He was freaking out. He's like, sending me all these shots. He's like, oh my gosh, look at this. They're promoting Facebook groups during football. This is nuts. And I'm it's like, I know. Oh, wow. We were freaking out about it. Yeah, yeah. It's it was like so cool. totally crossed the chasm now. Dude, so mainstream. <laughs> he goes, I used to just hear it on Pandora, but now it's like so mainstream. It's on like football. This is nuts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, everybody. So if you haven't, if you haven't looked at <laughs> Facebook groups yet, it's now on Fox News Sports. Oh so my gosh, yeah. Get on the bandwagon while you still, there's still room on the wagon. <laughs> for real, for real. So, um, wow. I mean, this interview has gone you know, way beyond ones I've done in the past just because there was just so much that I wanted to talk about with you. And I'm really appreciative of all the time you've given today, Of course, happy, Alex. To, happy to be here. Um, you know, is there any, any final parting thoughts you'd like to, to share with the audience that perhaps we haven't covered yet today? Good question. Um, I would simply say this, I'm going to return to the, um, to the plea. I'm going to return to the plea to, to do two things, three things. <laughs> Number one, find the curse that you've been blessed with. Find the thing that you right now consider the big stone in your shoe. Man, you, it's just, it's got you down. It's really, it's the obstacle in your path as you see it now. And I want you to work hard on figuring out why that thing is exactly the thing you need to have in your life right now to get you where you want to go, right? For me, it was my abject desperation. I needed that financial desperation to kick my butt into the highest gear it's ever been kicked in in my life, right? I never had a drive ever before like I had this year, right? And I, it never would have come had my back not been completely pressed up against that wall. So I want you to look for the, you know, the curse that you've been blessed with. That's number one. Number two, I want you to, if you suffer from shiny object syndrome, I want you to make a commitment now to banish it, abolish it, do whatever you've got to do to learn how to focus and find your one thing. And when you find your one thing, and I don't care what it is, but when you find your one thing, you're going to 
pursue it with all your heart and you're going to do it ruthlessly. Because let me tell you something, you will make much greater progress and you will go significantly further if you take 20 steps in one direction versus taking one step in 20 directions, right? Same amount of energetic input, far different results, far different results. Yeah. So find your focus, find your one thing, and then go hard at the expense of everything else. That's number, that's number two. And number three, widen your time horizon, widen just because it doesn't work. You know, you, gosh, I've been doing this for two whole weeks and I'm not rich yet. What? <laughs> widen <laughs> your time horizon. You know, back in the day, farmers understood this very well. You had to plant a seed then you had to cultivate that seed and then you harvested that seed. That process took a good, oh, nine months or so, right? Kind of like a baby, right? So in this day and age, we think we just, we should be able to plant and harvest. Damn it. Right. But we've forgotten about cultivating. We've forgotten that you got to water it every day. You got to give it sunlight every day. You got to make sure the soil's nourishing it. You've got to actually do the work. So Expand your time horizon. Understand that everything has a season. There's planting, there's cultivating and harvesting. You don't get to have just an instantaneous type of success. That's not real. Anybody who tells you that is selling you something. So, um, you know, those three things would be, I think, lessons that are um, just exceedingly powerful. So simple, but so, so powerful on this entrepreneurial journey. Wow. That's a, that's a great summary. Great way to wrap up today, Alex. Thank you so much for sharing everything. I mean, as always, you know, it, everything comes from your heart. I mean, Thank I can... Thank you so much. There's, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, even in your, your, your posts, your Facebook lives, it's, it's just so consistent. And, and what you shared today makes, makes so much sense for, for so much, so many Thank entrepreneurs so out there. Um, Alex, where can could, where could people find you online to connect more with you? If you check out your group, your, your One Group Away Challenge. Um, Absolutely. So... Um, if you guys just want to come hang out in my Facebook group, that's kind of where I live. Um, you can come check me out at Digital Marketing Hacks for Online Entrepreneurs. Um, if you just search that in the Facebook uh, search and then go over to the Groups tab, it'll pop right up. It is Digital Marketing Hacks for Online Entrepreneurs. We lovingly call ourselves DMHOs because that's the uh, acronym, which uh, was not intended, but was rather humorous when we discovered it. Um, so yeah, Digital Marketing Hacks for Online Entrepreneurs, Facebook group. And then obviously, if you're interested in joining me for the One Group Away Challenge, um, it's it's a challenge which literally helps you build your own tribe. Uh, we take you from dead noob, as I like to say, just a complete noob in the space, knowing nothing about Facebook groups all the way through to monetizing, automating, outsourcing your Facebook group. Um, so that... And, and by, by outsourcing, what I mean is um, really working with VAs to to complete all the kind of low ROI admin work required for a Facebook group so that you, the group owner, can focus on the high ROI work of serving your people and monetizing that value provision. Um, so if you'd like to do that, you can come visit us at onegroupaway.co. Sadly, the .com was taken. So it's onegroupaway.co. And um, what you'll get at that website is I'll give you a free case study of one of the mentors that I studied under. Um, he is killing it right now with Facebook groups. Uh, at the time that I did the case study, I think he had a, oh, I don't know, 200,000 members in his Facebook group and was making approximately 300,000 a month 
300,000 a month. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I was like, what? (laughs) Amazing. So, uh, he was a wonderful, wonderful mentor to have. Um, and I learned a ton from him. So I did a case study on him. So I'll give you a free case study there. And, um, then you'll get the opportunity to check out the one group away challenge and see if it's a good fit for you. Um, and if you have any questions or anything, you can always hit me up on Facebook or, uh, you know, shoot me an email over at support at Alex com, and that is Elliot with two L's and one T. And that's it. Great. Awesome. And we'll have all those links and contact information in the, in the show notes so people can, can find it there as well. Again, uh, thanks so much for being on the show today, Alex. You're so welcome. What a pleasure. Thanks, Jerry. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done so, be sure to click on the subscribe button in your app so you never miss a future episode. And when you leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen, you help more people discover and then transform their lives through the powerful life-changing stories on this podcast. I invite you also to share something that you heard in this episode that you would love to turn into a conversation. Share it with people and have that conversation. Because when ideas become conversations that build connections, that's when momentum happens. I'll see you in the next episode.